from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Artistic expression is the most important thing we can do as human beings. Fringe is this means of giving place and space for people to do exactly that. There is a thriving comedy scene here in St. Louis. There's a dynamic excitement from the artists and the work is so diverse. I also want to give a platform to other women. There's nothing better than building other women up. There's a passion for people to get out and be a part of the arts and be a part of culture again. Anytime somebody wants to come and try comedy at any point, we are always open for anybody that wants to try something new. We're trying to really just bring everybody together in a great celebration and a party. The St. Louis Fringe Festival offers kind of that variety of being able to step outside the box and do something different. And there's fun. I'm Emily Woodbury. Now in its 11th year, STL Fringe Fest continues to put a spotlight on independent artists by bringing a variety of shows to the stage. This year's six-day event runs August 15th through the 21st at venues across St. Louis. And here with me now to preview this year's festival offerings is Matthew Kearns. He's the president and artistic director of STL Fringe Fest. Matthew, welcome back to St. Louis on the Air. Hi, thanks for having me. And also joining us is Molly Ambergie. She's a St. Louis-based comedian and host of the podcast Casually Molly. She'll be hosting a comedy showcase featuring St. Louis's top female comedians, on Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. Molly, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us what people can expect at the Comedy Showcase that evening. Who will be performing? Absolutely. Well, first, you can expect a ton of fun uh, just because we're comedians, so we're going to bring the laughter. Uh, but we have some specific names such as Kate Barton, uh, Mary Jane. We also have a new rookie to the scene, Emily Zell. And we even have Purdy B, who's known for her Church of Leroy performance. So what was your motivation behind producing an all-woman showcase? If I believe it right, this is the, the first one. Yes, absolutely. So it's the first one. Uh, Matthew very graciously gave us the platform for it in the Fringe. Uh, being a comedian in comedy, <laughs> I say that it's a, it's definitely hard when you're first kind of learning the ropes on how to do things. And also being a woman in it, um, it's definitely a male-dominated field. So being a woman, I also want to give a platform to other women because there's nothing better than building other women up in your community and when you're both or both are all pursuing the same goal so <laughs> yeah and, and I mean really that's what STL Fringe Fest is all about is like building up community bringing light to people who Absolutely. might not normally you know have the stage I wonder if is there a different vibe to performing comedy stand-up comedy as part of Fringe Fest versus just a comedy festival or a random show in town absolutely it's that's a great question I'm so glad you asked that we actually added specifically for the Fringe Festival a storytelling option for it uh, so since the show is called this is casually happening normally we do it at a place called the Golden Hoosier where we do just specifically stand up but because the St. Louis Fringe Festival offers kind of that variety of being able to step outside the box and do something different will still obviously highlight stand-up, but we take the last five minutes of our set to talk about a time in our life where we thought, whether it's funny, serious, when we said this is casually happening. And are you hoping to bring in fans who might not be as tuned into the St. Louis comedy scene? Because, you know, SDL Fringe Fest just features 
all types of performances. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Previously in the past, uh, Matt will know this, I was a playwright and I had two of my plays uh, produced there. It was so much fun. Uh, But I would love for more people to know that St. Louis comedy, it's booming. It's vibrant here. Don't sleep on St. Louis. Like it may not be Chicago, LA, New York, but this city is really thriving with an artistic community and a comedy community. And do you feel the St. Louis comedy scene is inclusive? So, oh, I feel like anybody can be a part of it. That's why we have open mics. So anytime somebody wants to come and try comedy at any point, I actually run the St. Louis Independent Comedy website. So we have people all the time who are independently producing shows, mics. Uh, You can check that out at stlouiscomedy.com. So we are always open for anybody that wants to try something new. Awesome. That's stlouiscomedy.com. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And Matthew, I'd like to bring you into the conversation. Um, What other acts can people expect to see this year? What are you most excited for? I have a list. (laughs) So there are over 40 acts this year, which is bigger than it's ever been. And it's so exciting because really what that says to me as somebody who's been working on it for so many years is that there's more interest from the artists and they've been making work ready for this return than ever before. We had over 100 applications this year and there's just so much to look forward to. In the storytelling realm, there's a a storyteller coming who is a series regular on the Moth Radio Hour. His name is John Bennett and he's coming to tell a story called Fire in the Meth Lab. And it's a story about his brother's drug addiction And it's a comedic story that is very heartfelt. It has a beautiful message at the end. And he's been touring all over the country doing it. Typical moth. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like we're so lucky to have him. And my husband and I just went up to Kansas City to see him perform it there. And it's just a really amazing hour of entertainment. Uh, Of course, our hometown hero and international burlesque star Lola Van Ella is joining us. She's our headline act for the year. She's created a new show with her Vandella Bordella uh, called Storyville Burlesque that's going to be at the Dot Sack Theater next weekend. And in a very different turn, uh, Terry Meadows is bringing a show called Confessions of a Nightingale. It's a St. Louis premiere, and he's playing Tennessee Williams in a one-man show. And Tennessee Williams is sharing the story of his life. And uh, it's all taken from—the play is all taken from uh, actual interviews that Tennessee did during his lifetime. So it should be really fascinating. We've got a concert stage over at Schlafly, which features people like Chuck Flowers. Um, We also have some great kids shows with the GCPA and a show called Messes, which is a juggling show where the kids are all handed scarves to learn how to juggle and their families are all handed them while Genoa is like doing the show and juggling himself. Interesting. So you can be a part of the show. Totally. Learn a new skill. Yes. <laughs> and or, that's messes, or, you know, break so the lights in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm curious, you know, Fringe Fest, it's, it's this idea of productions can be uncensored a little bit, you know, it can kind of be whatever you want in it. You know, um, as you mentioned on the website, I think you're like, there can be nudity, it can be uncensored, but we also don't shy away from things that are more vanilla. And it's really a come all, um, you know, and perform your art. I wonder what it, 
why is that such an important aspect of the festival? I, well, I think artistic expression is the most important thing we can do as human beings and creatures and share our voices that way. And so I always say that Fringe is this means of giving place and space for people to do exactly that. And there's a lot of like kind of light shows like Genoa's. There's also a very serious show coming uh, called The Oreo Complex, uh, where Lillian Brown has created this work and she's talking about uh, taking on the stereotypes of black women. Um, and so it's everything from the stereotype of the angry black woman to Aunt Jemima inside of this piece of work that's a multimedia piece that she's bringing to the festival. So what makes this year different? Um, and we should also add, too, I know that last year it was part virtual, part in person in 2020 when everything was going yes. down. It was all virtual. What can people expect this year? People. So what's different this year is that there's a passion for people to get out and be a part of the arts and be a part of culture again. There's a dynamic excitement from the artists and the work is so diverse and exciting. And there's fun. So you can grab a beer at the Schlafly while you're seeing Molly's comedy show. You can come to the UCBC in Midtown here on that Sunday, and we're doing a brewery takeover that's pouring out into the streets. We'll have vendors. We'll have Miss Moe and the Flying Fringettes. We'll have bands like Johnny Vancouver. And we'll have beer flowing there, too. So we're trying to really just bring everybody together in a great celebration and a party that says... Uh, the art of gathering is back and more meaningful and important than ever. Oh, I like to hear that. I mean, have you experienced any challenges getting back on stage during the pandemic? And, and how do the art, like you have how the artists, you're juggling how the artists feel about it, how the audience feels about it. So we've had uh, challenges in that, of course, we're navigating COVID. So artists are coming up positive for COVID. They're having to quarantine, which is stopping their rehearsals. Um, we've had some shows have to shift and pivot and, and actors, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, I mean, it's a very real thing across the arts sector now is that we're still navigating the pandemic and we have to be very careful and cautious, which we are. And our, you know, our amazing partners at the Kranzberg Arts Foundation are also taking all the very important protocols necessary to make sure that everybody stays safe. So Matthew, this is your 11th year doing STL Fringe Fest. What do you hope the festival this year does for the creative ecosystem of our region? I hope that people laugh. I think laughing is more important than ever. I hope people cry a little and their eyes are opened by a few things that they were like, wow, I never saw that coming. And I hope they walk away and they go, independent arts are so important and they're so vibrant. We have amazing art makers in this city, in this county, in this region, and in this nation that come here to share their guts, their heart and soul with these people on these stages. And I hope people come out to everything from Confessions of a Nightingale to this play called A Drug Play, which is a, a devised rave that's happening late night where you're at a rave and there's a play happening around you while you're dancing in a smoke-filled room. <laughs> so interesting. And and Molly, uh, your comedy showcase, again, that's featuring St. Louis's top female comedians. That's going to be on Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. What are you hoping people take away from 
the showcase you've put together. Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. I just really hope that people take away that there is a thriving comedy scene here in St. Louis. Um, I have a lot of pride. I'm not originally from St. Louis, but St. Louis has become my second home. So I hope people walk away knowing that we have amazing talent here. Um, I'm also hoping that people enjoy the live comedy and the material, and I hope they just have a good feeling when they walk out. I know that's a very simple answer, but I genuinely hope that's what happens. (laughs) Well, Molly, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Molly Ambergie is a St. Louis-based comedian and host of the podcast Casually Molly. Her comedy showcase featuring St. Louis's top comedians will be on Saturday, August 20th. And Matthew Kearns, the president and artistic director of STL French Fest, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet with audio engineering by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. This episode was mixed and edited by Avery. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.